Good evening. It is Monday, April 13th, and you're listening to the Shrobros Podcast, episode number 11. Now, wasn't that nice? <laughs> <laughs> wasn't it, though? Uh-huh. Give the, it's like, give the boys some toys and they just go all weird. Yeah, they do. Anyway, good day. <laughs> it's a good day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's up, T-Dog? Oh, or should I just guess I get right into my story. Yeah, let's just jump right into it. Okay, so says. we're we're not we're not uh jumping we're not uh waiting in, ladies and gentlemen. We're putting full send off the dock. I here we go. So um I worked at Oh, you're going into your story. Yeah, I thought that's what that's what I just said. Oh, I thought we were gonna chit chat about our day. All right. Well, I mean my story is my day, but yeah, I um yeah, I worked today with um uh, Uncle Tom and coworker Brad, mm-hmm. and the owners gave you snacks. <laughs> yeah, well, that's part of the story, man. Okay, don't, I'm sorry. Just dive into it, your story. Don't give it. Okay, you so can edit I my can, garbage. Out. So now I can start. All right. <clears throat> For the second time, here's how it went. Full send. Yeah. So, um, a little bit of an embarrassing story today. Oh wait, I say that every time. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyways. Um, uh, so I worked um, at a different job site today than normally, um, and I worked with yeah Uncle Tom and coworker Brad, and I was uh, doing some backing this morning in a nice house that we're uh, working on, um, putting in some wood paneling and stuff like that. Backing is and just wood you put in between the studs. Yeah, um, to fasten. Yeah, it's vertical um, ash paneling. And four, six, and eight inch lengths or widths, and um, for you know to put it up vertically, you um, have to run this horizontal backing. And while that was not a <laughs> mocking yawn, I just literally had to yawn. And um, uh, they other guys make side note. Other guys make fun of me when I yawn because it sounds like this. <gasps> Well, they should. You sound like a... Well, obviously that time I had to fake it, but sometimes a big one comes on you and you can't stop it. But do you have to sound like a whiny female moose? Well, I'm not trying to sound like a whiny female moose. It's just, there's so much... (laughs) You got a lot of air to move. You got a massive chest. Massive chest holds so much air that when it comes out, there's, I don't think my mouth is big enough for it because it just overwhelms it. It's going to be very aggravating to listen to. At least my, my yawn was. Okay, we'll stop. <laughs> Do you think we can give people yawns through the podcast? I don't know. I had someone say he listened Did to it. Did we make you yawn? He honestly was like, you guys are great conversationalists, but it's just not my thing. <laughs> All right. I mean, that's fine. I understand that. It was good, honest feedback, and I can tell he was a good friend because of that. Yeah. And, you know. None of these fake friends are like, we love it, we love it. Yeah. Not that we do appreciate that, and then you will make and us. I don't think we have any real fake friends. No. Most, everyone's been real nice, Dave. Yeah. From and I, I feel, mo- like, yeah, most everyone in my life is genuine. People give nice feedback every episode. I like that. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyways, uh, so... Um, yeah, I'm putting on this horizontal backing at this house this morning, and it's going pretty well. Um, I get to this um, one part. I've um, had to, usually I just put two screws. It was a short piece of backing um, mm-hmm. that I was doing, and 
usually I just put two screws on the end, but I was going to put one in the middle this time. And I was putting in backing right by the shower. And mm. the shower was on the other side. The shower was on the other side of the wall, mm-hmm. but the piping was in between the wall, obviously, like right mm-hmm. in the um, stud bay of the wall. And silly me not thinking, I put in my screw and so notice something felt a little straight, just a little bit off. And just so just feel it through the drill. Feel it through the drill. Good, good contractors can feel that. <laughs> <laughs> Even if we do make mistakes, feel we can feel, feel the screw. Feel <laughs> yourself as you shoot yourself through yourself. Yeah. Even if we do make mistakes like this one, we can feel through the drill. And I felt something was wrong. And without thinking, I pulled out the screw. And that's uh, when everything just broke. Loose. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Close. Not quite, but close. It was a slow. It was a, yeah, something more like that, and water started going in every direction, and you guessed it, I had hit a water line, and um, I, first of all, a jet of water, it was, so, the piece of bagging I was putting on was about, um, three inches north three, of the belly button, <laughs> about three and a half feet up from the ground, and I had, um, where in relation the, to your navel? <laughs> water. <laughs> Um, the water shot kind of up in an arc and I was maybe two feet back by the time the arc hit me, but it hit me pretty square in the face. Oh, wasn't pr- <laughs> just like a cartoon. It wasn't real powerful and it didn't last for super long, but it was, it hit me pretty squarely and, and I was surprised and, um, uh, I just backed up, like kept on going cause it kept hitting me obviously backed up yeah. and out of the room and, um, I started slowly meandering down the stairs, not really sure what to do. Like, okay, yeah, obviously stuff is going wrong. Do I go over there and, um, back to the where the pipe is burst and, like, put a bucket there and um, pick up the water? Or do I go downstairs and turn it off? Well, Tom, um, Mr. Quick Thinking, is already down the stairs. He's going downstairs to turn off the water. So I go back to the um, uh, um, pipe in the wall, and coworker Brad is already cleaning up stuff on the floor i get a bucket and hold it underneath there and collect the water that's still coming down and long story short within two minutes it had pretty much stopped it still dribbled a little bit to the end of the day but it had pretty much stopped we got the water turned off and everything but um <laughs> we're gonna have to have a plumber come out and fix like it's just six inches uh, of pipe really on the hole is only like uh, an eighth of an inch yeah and she tried chew- chewing gum no, we actually stuck a screw in it though. To, <laughs> to, Is the water turned off for now? The water's turned off for now, but um, uh, yeah, we stuck a screw in it, and I thought about Flex Seal, but he said no. <laughs> and oh man, it's just one of those things that makes you think, like, man, two more seconds of thought, yeah, could have prevented. Mm, so much more um, like you replay like just the five minutes uh, leading yeah. up to like well, what would it have taken just for me to do something else? yeah and you want to be sorry like i wanted yeah. to say oh man bummer i wanted to say all the like, things how do you prove it to other people yeah but i didn't know how to prove it so i just yeah. tried to keep going why were you putting a screw right through the middle like that seems oh so it was um i was trying to be efficient <laughs> uh, that is um we have a or uncle tim has a motto at work it's a c and it's um Oh, what are those called? Oh, shoot. Acronym? Acronym, yeah. Uh, S. 
is for safety. <laughs> e is for efficiency. And A is for accuracy. Those are what you guys focus on. Yeah. And um, let's see. I was, I was in number two. I was doing uh, efficiency. I was, um, so what I was doing was saving uh, two cutoffs. I was just mm-hmm. using two cutoffs for what normally would have been one piece. So that's why you had to put a screw that's in the middle. That's why I had to put a screw in the middle, yeah. yeah. And, um, yeah, I just wasn't thinking of one right through. So, so when you do backing in the future. Well, I'm still going to be efficient, but I'm also going to think, yeah, be safe. I, I don't know. That's what I learned from today. That's good. I thought it, like I thought of it 10 minutes after it happened, like, Oh shoot! We had nothing to talk about at this podcast before, but hey, I can always mess up something on the Monday of podcast, and we can <laughs> talk about it. Yeah, just have like a Monday and talk about it. Yeah, but I mean, I don't think it was too much big of a deal. Of course, it's not done yet. We'll give we'll give a recap next um, episode. Yeah. How was your day, though? It was good. It was. I got to bed early on time. I get up at four for Walmart, so getting to bed early makes a huge difference. It was a good day, and kind of for my story, I'm gonna try to recap the story that I've heard from one guy that I work with. Not sure how true they are. They're kind of the "don't let this happen to you" part of the textbook, but I found them interesting. That's <laughs> like real life, though. Like, don't yeah. let this happen. To it's you. kind of like hanging out with an old guy. Like, lots of things make you raise your eyebrows, and you never know how much of it's true. But I just give you a quick rundown of some of the. Working at Walmart has like broadened my scope of the human experience. There's like the old hilarious guy named Buzz. Um, there's a sweet old grandma who's like raised eight boys and. Hi, hi, my name's Rosie, and I've raised three boys. Eight. Eight boys. Oh, eight boys. And yeah. She, she's not like she's pretty Midwestern. I've beat cancer, and I've killed yeah. ten groundhogs yesterday. She beat cancer with herbs from Mexico. <laughs> and uh, there's this little girl who, not little, she's, okay, maybe a little younger than me. But like, she first came in kind of acting all tough and stuff, and now she's just like friendly and chill as all get out. And there's this native guy who like fills me in on musicals and uh we talked about systematic racism just still kind of confusing for me but i'm trying to figure yeah, it out I, I need some help there i tell you what yeah um and uh, if you ever want to twirl your own turban or twirl someone else's turban just talk about systematic racism systemic system see that's my <laughs> point system what systematic what systemic mean um it's just part the system is arranged in such a way that people of one race. All right, we're not getting distracted yeah, by this. We're this is there's plenty of other podcasts on that if you yeah. want to listen to it. Um but anyway, the guy that I want to talk about this time um is he's got two fake knees. Um he's old. Like he's got plastic a silver... knees or what? I'm not sure what the... He said they had him replaced. I'm not sure what you get him replaced with. Like Maybe there's had, someone else's he knees. He has physical bone, flesh, cartilage, legs, but there's pla- there's fakeness in them. He doesn't have those um, little thin legs. No. Like the plastic one. No. Okay. I think so. Anyway, he didn't show me exactly, but like I know he can't bend them he doesn't have the full range of motion we do oh, okay because he can't ride a motorcycle anymore he said oh i'm not sure how old he is. this is how all good stories start 
Son, let me tell you about my two fake knees. (laughs) Anyway, um, where I'll start this story, or kind of the two stories, I'm not quite sure on the timeline of these, but the one I believe happened first. He started telling it to me because there's this other new guy working there, and this other new guy was about my age, and for whatever reason was starting to give him some financial advice, and he didn't take it too well. Um, he was kind of in a crabby mood. Ed didn't take the information. Um, anyway, and uh, yeah, he didn't take it well. And he was telling me, I've been around the block so many times, and this kid, he don't know squat. Let me tell you something. I was an old biker, and I, I get stuff done. I shot four people. <laughs> and <laughs> Wow, okay. And then he proceeds to tell me about the first of the four people he shot. I have not heard the stories of two, three, and four, but... <laughs> well, let's hear the story of one. Um, number one, said it was his brother-in-law. Um, <laughs> uh, he's had three marriages, and two of them were to women named Darlene. Not the same Darlene, but... <laughs> anyway, um, his brother-in-law... He said he, was, he had too much whiskey that evening, but oh, no. his brother-in-law, in his words, was a baby raper. And for whatever reason, he was angry at him and was about to shoot him and had his pistol pointed at his chest. Someone hit his hand as he was pointing at him, and as his hand was hit, he pulled the trigger, shot his brother-in-law in the leg. Um, for whatever reason. Wow. Um, this story took like 10 left turns from when it... <laughs> Just hold on. Wow. Um, and then he appeared before the judge and was sentenced to 30 days in the state penitentiary. In his words, the judge understood that it was some kind of uh, Western-style justice that was being done, and for whatever reason, gave him a break. This This is is where it gets a little unbelievable. This is all according to Ed, though. According, yes, to the man. And um, when he's getting sentenced, the judge says, I'll get rid of all your old records, if you can just disappear for 20 or 30 years. So that's what he wow. did, he said. He only... Every, at first, no one knew where he was, but then a couple people knew exactly uh, where he was. He went to live in a little hut outside Guadalajara, Mexico. He said it was just a tiny little town then, kind of inner Mexico somewhere. And that's what he'd do. He'd live there, and then he'd go work out on oil rigs out in the Gulf of Mexico for weeks at a time then come back he said no one knew where he was until finally one day he went over to the little cantina where he kind of bought his snacks and beer and stuff and there were two guys he knew from the uh oil platform he worked on it's kind of the biggest freak out moment for both of them like what are you doing here i live here no you don't and um he went and showed him I'm confused why that's a big deal. Because no one knew where he was. They were always asking him. Even the oil rig guys were yeah. asking him. But they didn't know. No okay. one knew where he lived. Oh. Until just randomly two of the guys he worked with showed up at his little hut in Guadalajara. I think that's how you say it. But anyway, then after about 20 years of that, he said he, said he got pretty lonely. He missed his family. Oh. For what He said it was time to come back. So he did. Wow. Um. So he, that's just his door. Oh, so confused. So he lived here before. 
is his. Yes. Okay. And when Phoenix his... is kind of. Oh, he lived to... in Phoenix. I thought when I asked here, I thought it kind of meant Hayward, Wisconsin. Oh, his wife was from oh one of the little towns around here. Couturier, maybe. Okay, so he Winter. didn't shoot his brother-in-law in Hayward, Wisconsin. I he don't probably shot so. him in Phoenix. No. Okay. No. And then the other story was how he met his current wife. Um, I think this is while he was working in working on an oil rig in Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, I don't think there's any. I've got oceanfront property. Okay, um, in Arizona, it's an old song. I get it. And uh, he was working, and he went to this bar, and his now wife was tending bar there, and him and a buddy went there too, and they were hanging out and have a good time. And after she was done working, they were drinking and hanging out together. And his buddy kind of had eyes for the girl he likes roommate. So it's kind of a nice double date situation. And um, one of the girls gave him the address for their apartment. And so after they're done, they were going to go hang out some more. And then kind of a couple hours later, they started trying to find this apartment. It's 3 a.m. in the morning, he said, and they were drunk as skunks. And trying to find this apartment in... Like multiple building huge complexes that were huge, and in their state they couldn't find squat, and they were gonna have to go to work in a couple hours, so they said they're just gonna crash in their car. That's what they did, and um, the his buddy fell asleep right behind the steering wheel, and he just crashed out on the hood of the car, kind of sprawled out. It's Arizona, so I guess it's warm. I don't know. Kind of a strange night, especially for men, oh boys, to understand. I'm glad I've never had a night like that. Yeah, I... But anyway, then in the morning, when his now wife gets up out of bed, goes to the bathroom, she looks out her window, and directly beneath her is the man she met last night sprawled out on the hood of his car. (laughs) And she thought, you know what? I'd really like to marry that man. Yeah, that's marriage material there. But uh, first she didn't know if he fell out of the sky or <laughs> was hit. But then she saw the windshield wasn't cracked, so she figured everything was okay. But within two weeks, he said he proposed. And wow. within a month, then they were married. Okay. And he said his best man was in a gorilla costume, and the maid of honor was dressed as a boxer. And Why were they dressed like this? I don't know. He said he was a bit of a hippie. I'm not sure if that explains anything or not. They just wanted to be eccentric, maybe. Yeah. This guy does sound eccentric, like, at least in his storytelling, he's got... Yeah. It doesn't matter of fact, it doesn't feel like he's... Are they long, drawn-out stories, like, with a bunch of details, or are they ours with a bunch, like, ours with a bunch of sidetracks, or what kind of... I would say they're not super detail-heavy. I told about most of what I know. Okay. Yeah, then he's been married to this woman for 30 years now. Okay. And they moved up from Arizona to... Yeah, her family is from around here. Okay. He likes it up here? Wow. Yeah, and he helps sling the frozen pizzas with me. Okay. Wow. Yeah. That could almost be a chronic... um, A separate podcast like Walmart workers. What are they really? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's a fun lot, though. It's all right. Because um, some of the low-level workers like, are almost uh, 
like you, like part time, they're doing it to get enough money to do something else or yeah, something like. It's just that. kind of the job they could get. Yeah. Other interesting story from today. This one's fresh. Um, Uncle Tim Uncle came by Tim. to say hi. We talked about a few things. Yeah. Some emergency calls. At Walmart or at no, the... just around oh, like okay. the uh, girls that fell through the ice. No, where did he meet you? Like at he... Walmart, yeah. Oh, talking oh. on the job, you're allowed to do that. Mm, I do it. Oh. Anyway, um, I was talking that as he was leaving, he chatted just a little bit with another coworker. I thought that was kind of strange. So like after he left, I asked, "How do you know him?" Oh, Mister Schrock, I used to work at the co-op gas station, and I know all of them, <laughs> Todd and. Uh, the younger ones I don't know as much Eric and whatever but well that's kind of cool it makes sense because co-op gas station is kind of where they go Mm -hmm. Um, and I was also working with this co-worker um, later on in the day and we were just she didn't know that Todd was my dad then we were talking about that a bit and she said oh I had one of the most embarrassing times there Um, I still feel she still felt kind of silly about it she assumed that Eric was Dan's grandson Ooh, <laughs> skip the generation. Yeah, um, and she said he didn't. What didn't act super uh, rude or anything? Yeah, <laughs> like, he was surprised, and she felt kind of silly. <laughs> but there's your mildly interesting Walmart stories. For yeah, the those were mildly interesting. Like the first one, I had known partially the one about the brother-in-law, yeah. but wow, it it took so many. It went so much faster than I thought. Like wow, all all of a sudden he's getting shipped out to oil rigs to work in Mexico. And I'm sure some of the details are getting messed yeah. with with my retelling. Oral tradition is fun, but yeah. yeah. Sometimes I wonder, um, there are some people who will just straight out lie mm-hmm. and make up stories and um, trying to, they'll try to make up some interesting story to cover up the truth when most times the truth is much more um interesting anyway because it's true and yeah um it's important and it actually matters unlike the lie which sometimes you can just tell yeah. has no reality can we just can i just throw in two true stories yes. kind of for time capsule yes benji killed a turkey on saturday yeah he did like he was back by lunch bra- yeah. i mean back by breakfast man like mm. we can't speak yeah, and Dad was just as excited as he was. That was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. And the other thing, um, our cousin Austin shared the dash cam video that Rock tailored. Um, pretty much. It's only about two minutes long. Yeah, not long. But he's just cruising along with his wife and firstborn, and suddenly he hears his wife say, Hey, look out! Or I forget how she says she it. She didn't say it like that. Not that dramatic. Basically but, just watch, I think, was yeah. the first thing she said. And there's this, like... Hayward style Dodge truck, kind of swerved, kind of rusty and old, over their lane, over into the shoulder on their side, and kind of passes them. Yep, British Austin, style. Yep, Austin has to break left into the yeah. other lane almost, almost to get out of the way. Yeah, so they're kind of surprised by this because that's not how we do it here in America, not usually. No. So he turns around and follows this guy, calls it into the powers that be. Because he's got connections. And follows it for another minute or so. <laughs> I mean, it's not that hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Everyone I think he just went right on the radio, though. Maybe he did do 911. 
And he's following this vehicle. Yeah, almost runs another car off the road. Kind of swerving all over like Easton Corbin. And he's got this all on his dash cam. Yeah. Obviously. And then just outside of town, goes right over on the right-hand side, kind of hops over a road, and then goes kind of flying back down into another ditch and goes butt over tea kettle, um, <laughs> flopping through the trees. For those not familiar, that means end over end. <laughs> yes. Um, but just like the Russian dash cams, that yeah. was interesting. And definitely stirred up the comments in Scanner Hounds. If you listen to the video closely, um, you can hear um, San say, oops, he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> but so the morbid, crazy but... thing is, the guy... From yeah. what we've um, reports we've been given, the guy ended up walking mm-hmm. away from the hospital. Then, like he yeah. had a cut or something, mm-hmm. but he was fine. It is kind of amazing how much better designed vehicles are. Like they're designed to keep the area where passengers sit safe. So if you wear your seatbelt, you're going to be fine. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. those I think those are good stories from this week. Yeah. Uh, lacking but... morals, maybe. Yeah. Or I can't think of a great... I mean, I learned something from my mishap today. Like, I should really slow down and look at what I'm doing when Uh, I'm in situations where I can cause great damage like that. But, Mm -hmm. yeah, some of your Walmart buddies maybe should. And quick media recommend for quarantine, um, The Chosen. What's Um, The Chosen? It's a series, historical fiction, Time of Jesus. I usually don't care for those kind of things. I've just never rarely seen, I guess, one that really connected. But this one, man, I don't. I like it. It plays with a lot of fiction, but um, it creates interesting background stories for a lot of the disciples and other people surrounding Jesus. Oh, Nicodemus, I, I, and Nicodemus and Simon Peter would be kind of the main ones. Do you mean like possibilities? Possibilities. And Matthew would also be one. Yeah. Um, Where can you find it? Uh, search it in the Google Play. It's actually an app, but then it's free to watch within that. Um, and then How to Portray Jesus is also a very tough one. Um, we all have our picture of what he is like as a person. And they have him more down to earth and somewhat even funny. Um, Relates to the kids well, which yeah. we know he was. And it's was good at that. But. Fun to watch. And you can, yeah contrast your own imagination with what is actually in the bible and just it's i find it helpful ready for a question well thanks for that yeah let's get to the question then wrap up this episode yeah um what is something you've done recently that is very satisfying plugging the hole in the pipe this morning with the screw (laughs) (laughs) just felt like you were writing the wrong for a little bit yeah for a little bit like water so water had pretty much stopped at that point like Mm -hmm. it was 10 minutes afterwards and i'm like hey what if i just plug this hole with the one of this it wasn't the same screw that had Uh done the deed but i just found one pretty much the same and like hand hand screwed it in and what do you know it kind of slowed the that was satisfying nice what about you? Um, m- cleaning up my room right before I go to bed, like even throwing out some clothes for tomorrow, the next day. It's maybe a little bit weird, but I hate decisions in the morning. Mm-hmm. Like, I everything I have is gray or blue anyway. But uh, just one less decision and having the room clean. Oh man, it just makes the morning go 
yeah. better in my opinion. All right. Thank you for listening this week. Um, we enjoy your feedback and are happy to have you as a listener. We out. Keep your stick on the ice.